views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have got a great lineup for you today. Monty Farber and Amy Zerner joining me here today. Why? Because we're going to talk about two of my favorite things to talk about. We're going to talk about astrology and we're going to talk about food. Now, this is so fun for all of you out there. And we have two uh, copies of their fabulous book to give away, an astrology cookbook. And you know what I love about this? There's, and by the way, there, there was a chef involved with this too, and we'll talk about that for a minute. But have you ever wondered why, you know, you have some of the foodies that you have, things that go on within you? Did you ever put it together that maybe it has something to do with your sign? Well, today, Signs and Seasons, an astrological cookbook, with the authors. Uh, They've been on the show before, Monty and Amy have. But more importantly, this isn't the only thing they've done. They are amazing people. They are award-winning fine artists, as well as folks that take a message out into the world to let us all know that they have these spiritual power tools, just like we have our positive media mojo, which we started to talk about. These folks are doing it in a different way. But the bottom line is we're all here to check ourselves at the door, ask ourselves what vibration we got going on today, and then do a little bit of fine tuning. Now, why do we do a little bit of fine tuning? So that we don't have to be grouchy and ornery every day. You know what I'm saying? But this is more important about living a life that you can look back at and say, I honored the dignity of the human spirit in all, and I contributed, and I led with love. Monty, Amy, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. We love being here. We um, love being back, and we love food, and we love astrology, and we love you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I'm telling you, I, I was on the verge of uh, doing a Facebook post this morning on that. Um, uh, one of my um, favorite prayers, uh, which is the prayer of St. Francis, which was not actually written by St. Francis. And every time I say that, I know you're getting ready to send me some kind of email. It's really true. But the point <laughs> is, I, you know how you get those emails. Uh, yes, but the point I is do. this. It doesn't matter who wrote that prayer, does it? No. It doesn't no, matter. Universal. No. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's, there you go. 
Today, I want to ask you this question. I gave a very, very brief introduction of your work. I want to ask this question. (laughs) I got to know what keeps you two going. That's what I want to know. Because, you know, you've done so many things. I want to know (laughs) what gets gets you up and keeps you going. That's a good question. I mean, I don't want to sound cliche, but it's love. It's our love for life, our love for each other, our love for this, this spiritual material that we write about in different ways, the ancient wisdom. I, I think, you know, it's just a creative urge in both of us that we share that we've been together for 43 years, and it's been that way since we first met. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I don't know what I could add to that. Um I, I never think about not getting up, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink, so I don't have a hangover, and I don't want to go back. Yeah. We're very enthusiastic about what we do and what we share, and I think it's mainly an interest in people and why they do what they do. Astrology is such a beautiful language of psychology and describes all of our quirks and traits and interactions and relationships and as an artist, I love to work with those archetypes. And in our new book, we we look at the personality traits in terms of food and eating and entertaining. And, and yeah. plus we're having so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, I totally get it because, I mean, I am too. And I'm always surprised at when I think about, you know, getting up and starting my day. I I wake up and my first conversation is generally with Linda and it's generally because Linda's been my friend since 1973. So she pretty much, yeah, I know. It's like that. It is. It absolutely is. And then she's also the producer here, our executive producer. So nothing goes on the air. It's a very unique and intimate and wonderful opportunity we have to share that. But it's a little futuristic wanna... also. I think the way the world <laughs> is, I think people are going to work more and more with the person that they love because life is short. And if you can figure out a way to do it, why not? Spend well, as much you know, time together as possible. You always have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> always have something to talk about. You and know, plus so... It's so much fun to have an idea and, and to write it until it... Explore it. it. Yeah. And so thoroughly to put it into a book and a beautiful package. And... You know, and we're having the 30th anniversary of my Karma Cards comes out in the fall and the 25th oh anniversary God. of Amy's Enchanted Tarot. So, <gasps> you know, we've had books in continuous print for 30 and 25 and, and 20 years. You know, if, if one author has one book that stays for more than a year, they're considered lucky. And we have mm-hmm. about 15 evergreen titles. So we're getting feedback from the world, and I think that helps, too. You know, to we, fuel it, yeah. We have books in 17 languages. Mm. Yeah, But we are, too. I mean, you know, I love that we're talking about this because we are on the verge of, you know, you know, we're, we're literally January of 18 is when our technology should be finished. It's been, we've been working on it for about two and a half years. Wow. Um, and we've launched it a little bit here, a little bit there right now. We've got our new website design. That's got a few hiccups, but we built it based on our feedback from listeners, from clients, yeah. not based on radio or media. It's collaborative because, that way. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
when but I design when it, clothes, I was going to say when I design clothes for women, I, mm-hmm. I'm i also a fashion designer, and I love to work with oh. what the person wants and needs, and I learn so much each time. Mm. Do you do astrology? So is the next book going to be, uh, is the next book going to be uh, signs and signature clothing? I, I do have some ideas for that. It, you know, sort of a goddess garb kind of approach mm-hmm. to it. Mm. So I got a question for you. It's a burning question. Now, some people have a few signs here and a few signs there. I want to ask you, because uh, I have the book in front of me, I want to ask you, what if you are somebody like me that has four signs in Sag- four planets in Sagittarius and four planets in Capricorn, including my moon? Do we wake up every day asking ourselves, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I, I think you tell people who they are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, it's so f- philosophical with all that Sagittarius. So you're always pondering life and learning and teaching, and 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 the Capricorn's so goal oriented. But I can I know. tell you how, what you like to eat. <laughs> That's my question. That's my question because I'm reading the book and I'm saying, okay, wait a minute. What do I read this from? Do I read? Well, you know, it can work. Tell seasonally. us about the book. Like yeah. during the the time of Sagittarius, we're all a little bit Sagittarian because right. yeah. those are the seasonal foods, and the book is written in the Wheel of Life um, style. So Monty explains in the book how astrology reflects the seasons, and and those cycles each have their magical ingredients and magical vibes. I mean, astrology evolved in the Western Hemisphere in the northern uh, p- part of the globe. So the seasons are tied to the agrarian culture. Aries is when the heads of the, the animals and, and you know the rams butted against each other is the symbol. Mm-hmm. But but it's when the heads of, of all the plants and the crocuses push themselves out of the snow. And Pisces is a time when there's no food, so everyone had a sacrifice for each other. Aries mm-hmm. is when everyone got going because oh my God, it's warm enough to walk out of the house. And Taurus, is you hook up, <laughs> you hook up the oxen. And make and you plow the ground and Gemini as well. We've we plowed the ground now. Now we can talk to our neighbors. So it's about communication. There's a seasonal reference, and as every chef knows, you cook with what's in season. That's mm-hmm. that's, that's what makes really good cooking if you use fresh ingredients. So it's actually a, a wonderful cookbook with an astrology subtext. It doesn't say if you're a Leo, you're going to like only the Leo things that we have, or, mm-hmm. or you, and not all Leos are going to like what we say Leos like. But well, yeah. instance, we, we had a dinner party last night. We had about 12 people, and we had a few Leos, so I made a few Leo dishes, and we had somebody <laughs> with cancer rising, so I made it a cancer dish. You can use it for your rising sign or your moon sign or your, your sun sign because, you know, you got to feel out the mood and the, you know, think about who you're entertaining because... Naturally, these days we ask, you know, what allergies somebody might have or food preferences. So on top of that, then you you look into their astrology signs and you pick something. We have 96 recipes in the book, so we have starters and salads and desserts and sides. You can pick something that will appeal to everyone, and it's a great conversation starter, too. 
I, I have to tell you, I love, I'm a, I, I love to cook and I'm going through these books and I'm looking at the recipes and I totally forgot that I'm looking at signs. Yeah. First of all, the pictures are just beautiful. Thank you. Um, Monty's photography. We cooked oh. everything here in, in our home. Did and you? Photographed it in, in my studio and then we ate it. Yeah, people Very were. Very satisfying book. It <laughs> was. It was. I like having a, a book that you can eat everything that you photograph. It's a, <laughs> a lot of fun. Well, I want to ask you this. Can you tell us a little bit about how the foods get aligned with a sign? Right, because I had never heard of this before, but yet I know for myself, right? I know there's something out. Let me give you just one simple example. I have a friend that I play table tennis with, and she's, you know, she's Asian, and so she makes this delicious food, and it's I don't know how to make it, but it's delicious. She uses every part of the pumpkin. So let's wow. just start with that, every part of it. So she makes this delicious food. And I am blown away by the pumpkin in this broth and the pumpkin leaves, which, oh, my gosh. And all of a sudden, I'm turning to your book. And I, and I was thinking to myself, how, why do I like pumpkin? I'm from the Bronx. I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> well, Sagittarius is right next to Scorpio. So do you have any planets in Scorpio? Not very many, but then I zoom in on your pumpkin risotto. Yes, yes, this is delicious. And I'm like, okay, there it is. Must have something to do with it. But it's not that simple, is it? Can you give us a little backdrop for people that are listening, going to be getting copies of the book, um, how to work with their signs and the recipes? Well. You know, in astrology, we're fire signs or air signs or earth yeah. signs. So that's that's one layer. And then we're yeah. also either mutable or cardinal. You know, there's, there's different layers within your sign. Say Sagittarius is your ruling planet Jupiter. So you're, you're very open-minded. You're generous. You're, like, you're optimistic. You're well-traveled. It rules travel. So you would want foreign food. You, uh, someone who's got a lot of Sagittarius would be more inclined to want to know about the food from Asia or, or the food from another country so you yourself could disseminate that knowledge to other people. That yes. Sagittarius is all about the honesty and, and world travel and college and philosophy. You know, all Appreciating other cultures and what they have to offer. Right. And, and Aries are, are in a hurry, and they're the pioneers, so they want something they can grab and throw in their pack and go out the door, and they don't mm -hmm. want something that they have to t spend a whole day cooking. They want to make something fast. Like when we come home, Amy's in Aries, and she has a few fun in Aries. By the time I've unloaded the car, she's made dinner. You know, we both come <laughs> we home at throw, the same yeah. time. We can throw it together fast. So, it, so we really describe the first half of the book is how, you know the personality traits of how each sign eats and cooks and how they entertain. And I, it's fun, but it's also true. And so, just from observing for doing astrology for forty years, both of us, we. We've taken notes on all the parties that we've given. We observe everyone's little quirks and, and we ha we have put some, it all into the book. We have insights. Uh, the chef we work with, uh, Chef John Okus, who's a private chef out here and a great astrologer and who we've known since before we were married, so that's in the 70s. Um, we, it's, it's basically a wonderful cookbook, but the, we, so we have these two areas. So we have insights into Aries. I'm an Aquarius. 
So I know for a fact that Aquarius like to come into a kitchen and not use a recipe or a book. But even though we should buy it because it's important, you Aquarians <laughs> out there, you rebels. Uh, <laughs> but we, we're the kind of people that could come in and just use your spice rack and make dinner out of it. <laughs> well, so here's a question for you, and let's let's try to keep it to food, but I doubt whether we will be able to. And by the <laughs> way, I just want to say for those of you out there, we're opening up the phone lines and make sure that you give Benny your, uh, de- what do you need, their date of birth, right? Just their sun sign. Yeah. Sun sign. Yeah. Yep. And if you don't know your sun sign by chance, uh, let's get your, your date of birth your date and um, we'll be able to figure that out and then we'll be able to give you some insight as to how this is working for you 1-800-930-2819 1-800-930-2819 so i got a question for you and let's use the book as a backdrop for it because i've read the book um here here here's me i am this taurus rising moon I don't even know what the planets are over there. They're, and they're in two houses really close to each other, right? Capricorn, well, you said Sag the moon. And, and, Sag Capricorn. and Capricorn are next and, to each other. Next to each other up there, those planets, Taurus rising. Here's me. Then Linda, my best friend forever, like a triple Virgo. Ah, how how are you even friends for this long? Well, I'm you got to look at how the charts work. You can't just go yep. by... Sun signs, and you know, is this as a Pisces? Can can they be with an Aries? Because everyone has ten planets, mm-hmm. because we count the sun and the moon, and how they all interact. Like if you look at Amy and my chart, we shouldn't be married to anyone, let alone each other, and, <laughs> and, and, and because we're both very individual. And and um, but it, it, yet it works. We've been together for over forty years. Uh, uh, and Virgo right now is getting hit by the Mercury retrograde in Virgo, and and Mercury rules Virgo. Make sure she double-checks everything. But I also want to say, you know, Virgo notices all the details. In some of the recipes for Virgo, we have, like, little berries, and they're very precise, and they, like, maybe they don't like the food on their plate to touch each other. And Virgo and and, and Sag, I mean, Virgo likes the the small things. Sagittarius likes the big things, so you complement each other. Oh, yeah, it's true. You see the big picture, she sees all the little details. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, that's that is so true, and yeah, but, and yet and yet at the same time, you know, we honor each other because Linda's really clear about a lot of things. Oh, Linda's sure. favorite Linda's favorite line is, "I don't cook." <laughs> <laughs> well, you balance each other. We find in relationship, you do what you do best. Each exactly what they're best at. And and exactly. and uh, signs and seasons actually works as a book as well as it works as a cookbook, because that's what Amy and I do. We, we try and chalk as much into stuff as we can. Like, our, even our relationship book had an oracle in it. <laughs> it had an <laughs> affirmations oracle as part of the book. So, um, so there's, wa- there's a lot in there. There is a lot in there. I want to ask you this, because I think, Amy, you mentioned it earlier. For those of you just tuning in, we're talking about signs and seasons. Feed your sign the food it craves. Amy Zerner, Monty Farber, uh, Chef John Ocas uh, also was involved. But here's here, you mentioned this earlier, and I, I don't want to, you know, blow by it. You also mentioned something about food allergies. I think yeah. that was your word. And yeah. I want to talk about that because right now, I don't know if it's because we're all on Facebook, but right now, almost <laughs> everybody you know has got an allergy, but they're not the same allergies. Well, because people always have them, they just didn't know what they were. 
Right. Okay. And, and I think yeah, there's a there's such a trend for wellness that people are becoming more doing more self care and being more aware of what they eat and how they eat. And and you know the first rule, the first law of of uh, you know people when they become a doctor, they take the Hippocratic oath. Hippocrates' first rule was, "Thy food shall be thy medicine." That mm-hmm. was right after "Do no harm." First, do no harm. And, and Hippocrates always said that you could not treat a person medically without knowing their astrology chart. But that's been forgotten, as so much has been. Well, I, in the book, I have, uh, Monty happens to have celiac disease, so we're gluten-free in this house. I do it um, in support of him. So a lot of our dessert recipes are gluten-free, and our, a lot of our pasta recipes, you can bring your favorite gluten-free pasta to it if you have to be gluten-free. But... I think people know how to adapt recipes to, yes. to what their needs are. And, and, of course, the first thing you should do if you're having a dinner party is ask everybody about preferences and allergies. I'm not, I'm not it's saying only should... nice manners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as much as I love our book, I, you, you know, the, the truth is not afraid of questions. If people don't like a particular thing, they shouldn't eat it, whether it's for their sun sign or not. Yeah, I think you should offer, you know, if you have vegetarian, we have lots of vegetarian recipes. If you are entertaining... You should have a little something for everyone. But it's fun to talk about. I, how so did you it, select it, it? I want to ask you how you selected the things, Amy. Because well, so, I love that you made everything from the cookbook because I, that is, this is, the, do you know how many potlucks a month we have in the Western Washington area? This is the home <laughs> of the I don't know if you both knew that. I love potlucks. Listen to me. We go. I play table tennis every Saturday, and even table tennis, table tennis has a potluck, and I'm the the only because it makes it easier for everyone. And oh, okay. But now I got something to bring. How do I? How did you select it? How do I pick? So, so say out here where we live, we live in the eastern end of Long Island. Peaches are yeah. big in season. So we passed yeah. a farm stand. I got a ton of peaches. I got a oh. ton of blueberries. One of the favorite recipes is for cancer time, summertime, is um, blueberry coconut peach crisp. So it's really oh. easy. It's a really easy dessert. It was a big hit last night. Oh, my God. I, there's not a, I thought I'd be eating it for days. There's not a thing left. Not a drop. What page is that on? Then I made it our saffron uh, rice. Yeah, and it's arranged by season and sign. So you first you go to the season because right now it's summer, of course. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but if it was fall, this. you would go to the fall season. Of course, our friends in the southern hemisphere have to reverse a little bit of this stuff. But so for Sagittarius, one of my favorite fall recipes coming up is plum upside down cake. Oh I'm my talking God. about dessert just because I'm in the mood, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, because Sagittarius rules the color purple, so we picked plum. So it was really fun to put all the different meanings together and have it come out in recipes. Amy's quite a chef herself, and there's some of her old family recipes. You know, she's she goes back to the revolution on her mother's side, so there's a lot of old family recipes. And John's uh, family on his mother's side was from Sicily, so there's a lot of amazing Mediterranean recipes. I mean, yeah. we have we have arancetta, you know, those... Uh, those amazing things from Sicily. The rice balls. Rice balls. So, so oh. last night, yeah, we had a couple Do of Do you Leo's. make rice balls? Oh, yeah. Do you make the oh. rice balls? Oh, yeah, my we have, gosh. Are you kidding the, about that? They are yeah, any, so, anybody they who's ever be been to Sicily really or if you've well. ever watched uh, the TV show Detective Montalbano or read the book, that's all they oh, yeah. talk about is those rice balls. 
Oh, boy. But, you know, you can blow those in a hot second. We're going to take a short break and we come back. <laughs> we're going to give away a copy of the book. And we're going to talk about the seasons. The seasons. What if you're like me? And it doesn't matter what season you're in, what temperature you're in, but you can't wait to get that cayenne pepper and put it on anything you could get your hands on. What the heck is going on with me astrologically? I don't know, but we're going to find out. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Brand consultant Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help you take control of your future and maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're an individual trying to reinvent yourself and launch a new venture, or you're an executive trying to reposition your company to modernize your sales and marketing programs, Jen Morgan and the RAD Method empower you to play to your strengths and show up in the world as your most powerful brand. To learn more, go to jenmorgan.com, that's Jen with two N's, morgan.com, or call 206 9 Are you stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, or low self-esteem? Do you crave a life of inspiration, love, self-acceptance, and fun? Sounds like you're on the verge, on the verge to your next big thing. Join Laura Richer, host of On The Verge Radio, helping you use your breakdown for a breakthrough, overcome life's greatest challenges, and live the life you want and deserve. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio or visit seattlehealinghypnosis.com for more information. Amber Teal, founder of The Healthy Edge, is bringing you the hit show Healthy Edge Radio, living with power, passion, and purpose. Amber provides the support and tools necessary for you to finally release the weight and emotions that are hidden beneath the weight. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information on how you can take the next step with Amber, visit getthehealthyedge.com. Live your magnificence, for the love of joy is a precious gift offered to us by Robert Schoenfeld, host of the Art of Powerful Living Radio. He takes us on an incredible 30-day adventure to expand our minds and hearts with the nectar of life, love, and joy. This book will help you bring more joy, love, hope, abundance, adventure, romance, and magnificence into your life. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Steffen each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms helping everyday women create extraordinary lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat, and I'm talking with Amy Zerner and Monty Farber. This book is amazing, and I cannot believe we actually are giving away two copies of it. 
feed your sign the food it craves, signs and seasons. The way the book works, and uh, Amy, Amy was just talking about it. First of all, you can go through the seasons, and it's broken down into summer um, you know, summer, winter, fall, spring, the whole deal. And then within the season, there are signs. But what I didn't say is that there are color pictures. Now, I have to tell you, color pictures in a book these days, folks, it is rare. Very rare. But we've got two copies of this to give away. I want to open up the phone lines for you. Are you cooking for somebody that doesn't appreciate what you're cooking, it could be the sign. (laughs) It could be be in the signs. Listen, Linda's mother and father, the fight that they had, if Linda's listening, I hope she gets on the show and shares this, the only fights I know about these two people having was over either the chicken cacciatore, (laughs) something, that when she said, do you like the chicken cacciatore, he was like, eh, like that. So... (laughs) Here's the deal. 1-800-930-2819. What food do you think your sign might be craving? And we'll give a copy of the book away, Benny. 1-800-930-2819. Also, questions, go to Transformation Talk Radio, Dr. Pat Show. Type your question in. We'll get them on air. Facebook, type your question in. I don't even know how that works, but somebody (laughs) is going to tell me your question is there. Um, I'm not kidding about the food fights. Let's talk about this for a minute because I was telling you about my friend Sunday who gave me pumpkin leaves. And because I, I, she turned me on to pumpkin and broth, pumpkin leaves. Then I go to the book and what do I find? Pumpkin risotto. Linda's like, what, since when did you like pumpkin? <laughs> Uh, probably since I tasted it, but it's, I don't know. I'm a Capricorn. I'm a late bloomer. So how do we make sense of what we like, what we don't like, and how do we explain it to our loved ones who are thinking everybody loves my chicken cacciatore, but you? Well, I think, I think people that you love, people in your family, your children, your spouse, you should have their astrology charts. I mean, astrology is fascinating. Monica and I have been doing it. For so many years, it helps us to understand each other and what cycles we're going through and why we are who we are and, you know, why our parents are who they are. We're, we're so individual and, and our resistance to things or our cravings for things, it's all explained in astrology. Yeah, it explains how. You know, everyone's crazy and explains how. <laughs> <laughs> so I, lo- I love your question. I, yeah. I, um, yeah. Okay. I mean, yes, if you really wanted to get into it, you could get into the... Astrology is a psychological language. The sun is your ego, the moon is your habits and your emotions, Mercury is your logical mind, Jupiter is how you respond when things are going well and how you make things go well, Uranus is how you respond when it hits the fan. And it's all about growth, so that's how we like to approach astrology as helping you to grow as an individual mm-hmm. and an enjoyment of your life. And you can tell now, so much from a sun sign. We did a book signing mm-hmm. the other day and asked mm-hmm. each person what their sun sign was. So say they were a Libra, I could tell them how aesthetic they were, how perfectionistic mm-hmm. they were, what that they needed everything just right on the table, the flowers, the setting, the colors. Because they're Libras, they, they need you know things to look artistic. 
And sometimes because yes. they're so perfectionistic, they it's hard for them to make a decision about what to eat. Yes. We get very specific in the book because yeah. we, we are so individual, and it's really fun. It helps you see, see people in a different way. Yeah, Can I ask you this? Do you help people? Okay, so this has been a, 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 a just. I love the book. I mean, I cannot. I, I mean, oh my God, this plum upside down cake thing in here. I don't even amazing. understand that. It's so delicious. So some yeah. recipes are more complicated. Some are really easy. But so there's something for mm-hmm. everyone, literally. That's, that's and Linda, like a Linda dog says hearing, me, hearing cheese is being opened no. up in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah but, but Linda will say this. She'll say, it doesn't matter what it is, Pat. If it's got the word upside down in it, you're going to love it. And I think that's, <laughs> so what is that? Like a little Sagittarius joke Yeah, right but that's there? so funny because upside down cake is our dessert for Sagittarius. Yeah. And you said you had a lot of Sagittarius. Oh, that's I have a lot. I have four planets. My son yeah, signed that, that, That's a lot. That means you're as honest as the day is long. Oh my gosh! Uh, so here, here is the question that just came in. Love this question, Mary. You rock! Thank you for this question. She says, uh, "Mary from okay, I'm gonna Mary. Is that Idaho? Where you? No, I don't. Yeah, that's Idaho. Uh, is asking the question. Okay, I just had my transits done. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. do you two know what she's talking about? Sure. I just had my transits done. So." Things change when we look at the years that pass. Does this affect my food craving? Oh, this is oh, a good that's far, question. very funny. Um, that's the good. transits can affect your food craving in, in the sense, first of all, for everybody out there, transits are nothing more than how the planets in the sky right this moment um, relate to the planets that the way they were the moment you're born, because you're, you're a hologram of the way the planets uh, were born. That, you know, at the moment you were born, so the angles that they make. So let's say you're being, you're, your son is, let's say you're a Sag, like you, um, and let's say, you know, um, what is it, uh, Saturn's in Sagittarius right now, so that would make you more serious. A little more traditional I, I with your eating. Yeah, yeah. So, I so was you, serious this morning. We had a 9 o'clock call, a uh, 9 o'clock call with our, our marketing folks, sales and marketing folks, and I was very serious today. Yeah, well, with, with Saturn and Sag, uh, it's there for two and a half years. Saturn's in the sign for two and a half oh, years. Takes, don't takes tell 20, me that. Well, it's good. it's at the end. It's going to go. <laughs> don't tell it's me gonna that. It's going to go forward, and then you know, then it'll get out of there, and then it'll be in Capricorn. It's ruling sign. But what? Oh, so for all the Sagittarians, they would be more Saturnine, more restricted. They might have to watch their diet a little bit for health reasons. Yeah, Every Mikey day. talks a lot about Every these kind day. of things. Go ahead. Every day I have to watch my diet. That did start about seven years ago or five years ago. Is that what you're talking about there? Well, with Saturn? Uh, uh, seven years is, is uh, I think, is, is Uranus. Uh, Fourteen-year cycles are, are Neptune through a sign. Um, but okay. you know, if wow. I looked at your chart, I could explain. I could explain it better. But but in general, mm-hmm. with Saturn in your sign, you're going to be more serious about your food. You might not be able to eat what you want to eat, only what you have to eat. A little eat. more restrictive. Yeah, because Saturn is is the other. The other name for, for Saturn was Kronos, like your chronometer. So Saturn okay. is time, structure, your bones. Yeah, so that was a good question. Yeah, excellent. But All right, well, listen, wait, wait. Wait, wait. We, we have Annette calling in from Michigan, and I don't want to run out of time. We've got our, our call. Our listeners are a little fired up over this. this a lot of great. comments. Benny, why don't we grab Annette before we, uh, so we can get Annette in here. Welcome to the show, Annette. Annette. Hi. 
How can I we help you? So what do you think fun. of this? Isn't this well, totally all, fun? I'm, first of all, I'm starving now. Thanks, guys. What? <laughs> 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 But here's my question. I have heard that certain sun signs are natural-born carnivores, while other sun signs would tend to lean more towards vegetarian or veganism. Is that really that predictable or that I don't easy so. to spot? I, I, in a certain sense, it is. Say a Capricorn is more earthy, more traditional. It's winter time. You want to keep warm, so they're more drawn to meat and potatoes just naturally. But it wouldn't mean that all Capricorns are eat meat. Yeah, it's okay. it's so individual. That's the great thing about astrology. It shows us all how we're alike, and it shows us all how we're different. But seasonally, we tend to eat lighter foods, more vegetarian, more salads in the summertime when it's hotter out. You know, that kind of seasonal eating is reflected, you know, as, as we go through each sign. Yeah. What's your sign, Annette? I'm a Scorpio with a Scorpio rising. Chocolate chip, chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scorpio, it's an intense sign, so we say that they like intense flavors. You know, even if it's yeah. a very simple soup, it has to be very pure, pure and intense. And, and passionate. So Scorpio is the passionate sign. So Ooh, what, me whatever it is, uh, you can, no, no gray areas in the food choices. But <laughs> as the sun goes through Scorpio, we're all a little bit Scorpio and all a little bit, you know, mysterious okay. and spooky during that time. <laughs> and, and now the sun's in Leo and the eclipse on the on the uh, 21st is going to be on the last degree of Leo. And I always like to think that the last and first degrees of each sign are the most powerful because they have to be the border guards differentiating the different signs one from the other. So it should be an interesting time uh, because an eclipse is when the moon gets in front of the sun. So the sun is your ego, the moon is your emotions. So it's a time to watch out for your emotions getting in the way of your purpose and your ego. And, yes, we do have oysters for Scorpio. In <laughs> <laughs> so basically, if chocolate chip cookies are my nemesis during this eclipse, I should keep them away from me? No, that's a good They're very the healthy cookies. They're made with, the, you know, coconut flour. And... In our book, that's the re one of the recipes for Scorpio is chocolate chip cookies. Okay. Wow. Well, you know, you can, you can eat I them will, while you're I reading will try, your you know, Amy, you posted a re I was say, Amy posted a recipe for brownies on her Facebook page one day, uh -oh. and I wrote it down, and I made them, and they were out of this world. Oh, thank you. That's so good to hear. You just described. So now I'm looking forward to the chocolate chip cookies because the brownies were just to die for. The, the brownies oh, yeah. were left out of the book, believe it or not, and, and <gasps> we, we gave that out as, as a, like a bonus to people who pre-ordered the book. It's one of the best things ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't get, I don't think I got them. I, I, okay, the now, uh, wait a minute, I'm having cookie envy right here. Yeah, those, those brownies, it was also one of my favorite photographs, but what can you mm -hmm. do? That's the, that's the nature of publishing. So oh uh, and, and don't hang up because we want to give you a copy of the book, okay? And then, but, I got, but here, <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, get ready for this, Scorpio, Scorpio okay. in the fall, roasted acorn squash with mushrooms and hazelnuts. Oh. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> I'm Scorpio rising, so I'm drawn yeah. to that. Oh, and guess I wanted what? to say that before because you were asking about, you know, is is each sign a carnivore? The rising sign is so important, and people don't, you know, the rising sign. I'm working on a book about that right now. Oh, I have, yeah, I have, the, uh, 
So sun sign, for people that don't know, is not the rising sign. Right. right? The rising sign is a sign on the horizon at the moment you're oh, born. You said you I were have Taurus, Taurus rising. rising. Taurus yeah, Taurus, rising. and Taurus is the most sensual. It's the opposite sign of Scorpio, and those are the two really super sensual signs of the there zodiac. There you go. There so you go. With, so with Taurus rising, you would want the rich cream sauces. Uh, in general, Taurus is all about luxury. Yeah, they're oh. the gastronomes oh. of, the, of the zodiac. Yeah, I actually don't believe in fat-free. There's no, like, fat-free or coke light no. coconut no. milk. Fat Who even invented light coconut yeah. milk? What's that about? <laughs> yeah, and science backs you up, actually. A lot of the fat-free stuff is not necessarily the best thing. I, I just yeah. read that you need fat for your brain, for your memory. I, is I that do. why they call me a fathead? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Annette, please don't hang up. We want to get some information so we could get you a book. Thanks for calling in. Send me a picture Thank when you, you make the cookies. Yes. Um, uh, let, before we go ahead, please tell folks how they can get a copy of, their book, of the book and also how they can find out more about you guys, right? Sure. Um, well, it's... The Enchanted World is our website. It's the The Enchanted World, so the two E's run up against each other. Um, mm -hmm. And Amy has her own website, uh, Amy with a Y, Zerner, Z-E-R-N-E-R.com. That's for her clothing, jewelry, and art. And I have my uh, sort of psychic advice website, which is my, my name, Monty with an E, Farber.com. And you can buy our book anywhere that books are sold. Please patronize your local bookstore. Ask them to order Signs and Seasons, an astrology cookbook. And if they won't do that for some bizarre reason, and I mm -hmm. guess they're going out of business, um, <laughs> you can buy it online at Amazon or Barnes & Noble. We have uh, links on the Enchanted World. You see uh, a slide of the cookbook come up as soon as you go to our website. And we have links to Indie Books and Amazon and Barnes & Noble. So you can buy it yeah, through, but we, through our website. You can buy it through our website, but we really want you to patronize your local bookstore. They need your help. That's what Indie Books does. It takes you, you put in your zip code and it takes you right to your local bookstore. They do need your help. I have a friend, uh, a bookstore in Port Townsend. Okay, I got a question for you both here. Um, wow, listeners are loving this show. Thank you all for taking the time to comment. Thank you so much, all of you. Benny, thank you for picking up all the phone calls you're getting. Um, I want to ask a question. Have you two ever had like a food fight? Have you ever <laughs> had a scenario? No, seriously, right? Because I you can only imagine. Stuff? You know, we don't fight that much, but say Monty goes and gets some takeout and he comes home and the thing has bell peppers in it. And he knows I'm allergic <gasps> to bell peppers. That oh, kind of thing. I told you I, I had fat too. in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. it, it, is it like, oh, my God, Monty, how, do you, how could you not know, like, 43 years that uh, I'm allergic to bell peppers? I but mean, then I no. feel bad because he's colorblind. He didn't see the red peppers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was thinking with my stomach and not my brain. Yeah, so when you really love someone, you're very forgiving. You know, isn't that the truth, though? And, and, and you know what I find, and maybe we can talk about this, I find it especially around food. I really do. I mean, you know, I can remember a time where I was supposed to get a roast beef, and I got the roast beef, but I'm just going to say, I don't grow, I didn't grow up in a, in a wealthy family. So when you said roast beef for us, it was bottom round chuck sliced thinly. Yeah. Okay, 
But people that don't have that experience, when you say, I would love for you to cook me a roast beef, they're thinking prime rib. Yeah. And my first roast beef in in the in in that my relationship at the time, I really want to make you roast beef. And I go and I went to the shop right and I got the roast beef and I thought, oh my God, it's beautiful. Look at it. Looks a little weird, but I got it. And I and and how do you like it? Oh, I like it rare. Have you ever eaten bottom round chuck rare? <laughs> no. You gotta and have a this is how you know you're in love. <laughs> you serve it, you cut it, and yeah. they're trying you to eat, eat it. it. Yeah. Well, I think also when you love someone, you want to make what they like, sure. and you want and you put love into it, and it's yeah. very nurturing to to cook for each other. Monty's always making me breakfast that I love, and I love to <gasps> make him what he likes. I mean, it's very important. Yes. What's it, your it, favorite? What's your favorite? I want to know out of the book. What each of you? What's your favorites? I know well, it's like hard. Saying, what's your favorite child? But um, I mean, the, the chestnut moose. Come on, I know I was for... the favorite child. I know I was the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, the chocolate chestnut moose, which is an Aquarian dessert, is definitely one of my favorites. Yes, I, I love the desserts. Also, <laughs> all the desserts. Well, actually, the the chicken tangine from yesterday was fabulous. Uh, yeah, it has olives, and yeah, we like it because it's a, Monty likes it because it's an unusual mix. But you know, it has olives and apricots, and mm. it's mm. those wonderful spices, and it's very aromatic. And you know, mm-hmm. you were speaking about bottom round chuck, but the chef who who we cook for, you know, grew up. We, we grew up in Brooklyn, me and him. But he now cooks for one of the wealthiest people in the world, and he's and, and everybody likes the same stuff. You know, it it's. You can make you can take bottom round chuck and make something amazing out of it. You might need a crock pot or or you know a lot of a lot of uh, time on it, but you can make. Our book is not necessarily super expensive ingredients. There's some mm-hmm. unusual in, ingredients. Yeah, but, like the tangerine has preserved mm-hmm. lemons, which I, I seem to crave lately. Yeah, and and uh, it, simple food is and and fresh food and seasonal food is usually the best. Yeah, but you know, I think Amy, you were the one telling me, right, that you're you're part Italian. You know yeah. this better than anybody. Italian grandmas don't own crock pots, right? That's true. They my grandma would be turning over right now in her grave. I could hear her cussing at me in Italian if I ever cooked anything other than so, slow cook it for 2 days and then leave it out on the stove for a day. Well, that's really yeah. good, actually. Yeah, yeah I don't Is have it? a crock pot either. No. Okay, so a lot good. of people okay. do just because they have to go to work, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it saves yeah. a lot of marriages, crock pot. It, it definitely. You know, I almost blew up the house with a pressure cooker. <laughs> my father did. And my father really? was incredibly technical and was a police sergeant in New York City. I remember the thing, the roast hit the ceiling. Um, well, you know, fire signs, that's just another thing we go into the book, you know, talking about personalities, like Aries have to be careful not to burn themselves or cut themselves, because it's just part of, part of the sign's personality to do things too quickly, or it's a fire sign. Yeah, the first time Amy and, and John, and John's the one with the Italian grandmothers, he, he showed up, and, and Amy had the same knives, these, these really dull, long, serrated knives, because he's an Aries, too, and, and they were Aries are afraid they're going to cut themselves, so they use these dull knives. Just coincidentally. Yeah, the same, 
the same one. And John's always getting ribbed by all the other private chefs because they use stuff that looks like they're, you know, surgeons. Oh, my gosh. You know, I know with this, I, I skipped two breaks because I needed to, uh, uh, to just have you guys share. I love this book. I love it because it is so revealing. You know, I, I mean, I was when I was looking at the book and I looked at Capricorn and the uh, to, uh, Toshikoshi Soba. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I just shared with you the pumpkin broth story that my friend cooked like this. Um, here's the question. What the book revealed to me is it doesn't matter what my ethnicity was. When I looked at some of these recipes, especially for what I know about my sign, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, this thing transcends like ethnicity. Thank you. I, I think, you know, there's so many great cookbooks and there's so many, there's a very high bar set for food and food photography and food information now. So we really thought of a new twist, something that gives you, an, you know, new information and a new way to look at it. And um, I'm glad people are liking it and trying it. We spent two years making it. Wow. Yeah, because everything had to be made and tested and, and shot. And, and we wanted original recipes, so we did a lot of experimenting. And Harper Collins assigned us a real cookbook editor who had won the James Beard Award for cookbooks. Mm-hmm. So, so she kept everything going on, on you know the highest professional level that that could be done. And we're, we're I don't think I've ever been as proud of a book as I am of Signs and Seasons. Yeah, I, I mean, and I and I really appreciate that you you know you 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 guys had sensitivity for the sensitivities that people have. Oh sure. I think it's important for us to acknowledge that. Um, and now even children. Um, yeah. I want to ask you this uh, this question. Um, if you, let's say, let's say you're part of a family and you kind of have to eat what's put on the table. And it's not really in your sign vibe. How does that affect you or not? Um, that's really an interesting question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mother was not a good cook, so I became a good cook. And my father was actually a good cook but didn't. Uh, I, I, I think it depends on your sign. If you're an Aries, you'll probably just go out and get something that you want anyway. Yeah, I think it depends on the situation. If if somebody's hosting a dinner, we, you know, you have to be polite. Or if it's someone in the family, they have to get to know you better. And, you know, it, it makes or breaks relationships. Well, uh, <laughs> Food is very important. Food. Do you know, I, I used to work in the film business, and the only time I ever saw a crew walk off the set was over food. There yeah. Was a, they were they made them work incredibly hard hours, but when when the food was wrong, they quit, mm-hmm. and yeah. it cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. But if you can go through the fun signs as an Aquarius myself, I would rebel against it and say, you know, this can't go on. And for Pisces, <laughs> you just sit there and pretty much care about everybody else suffering with you. <laughs> if you're an Aries, as I said, you'd go out and just do what you want. Taurus would not stand for it for a second. Mm. <laughs> it was like this. Is BS. <laughs> Something's got to change here. Jim and I would, talk, would you know, negotiate and talk and say, "Can we have something that I like once in a while?" Uh, and, and, you can, and cancer would would sort of be on the side of everybody, and, and that's the sign of the mother. So 
they would just start cooking their hold own it, stuff. Hold it inside, yeah. Yeah, and... Leo would demand something. <laughs> to bring me the right food. This is the wrong food. Well, did you ever go oh to a restaurant gosh. with someone and they send back their food Ooh. and they give the waiter a hard time? That makes you yeah. cringe, but, you know, that's, that's their personality. That's such a good yeah. question, though. That, that really sort of stumps it, it the stars. Is. It is. And the, the reason I'm asking is I can, uh, okay, one thing for sure when I was younger, if I ordered eggs over light and you brought that oh, that yolk smashed all over my plate, uh, something would happen. An alien would take over my body <laughs> and, and yeah, something would happen that I don't know. But I remember I, I went over uh, to Joan and Bjorn's house, Linda's parents once, and I went over there, Norwegian, and they had this salt pork and potatoes recipe with this white cream sauce and they were raving you're gonna love it it's delicious i gotta cook it <laughs> yeah. for you i gotta cook it i put one bite in my mouth and yeah. i went into a gag reaction well you're and an honest i felt so bad did you say something i was gagging at the table <laughs> i mean what what are you, you gonna sad, say Amy. <laughs> You know, the I'm, thing I'm, about Sag is if they don't tell the truth, they feel like they're lying. Yeah. But I couldn't control it. I mean, it was really, like... It doesn't, it doesn't sound very good to me, either. It still was delicious. I mean, honestly, <laughs> these people were getting well, the bread. And, but and, and, I don't know what it was about that. I think it was texture. I think it was well, texture. Heavily salted things are always hard, and they were originally designed because they were to be preserved for, like, being on ships or through the winter or... I do find that very, uh, you know, different and different people, what they can tolerate salty-wise. Like, Monty and I are very intolerant of it being too salty, and then some people throw so much, you know, taste buds. Yeah, when yeah. we're out in a restaurant and someone puts salt on something, I'm just astounded, because it's usually so salty to start with. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't believe the hour has buzzed by. One more time. Thank you so much. What oh, fun. I hope you guys you. Will come back. You're so um, fun. You're funny, and you ask the best question. I mean, this is a fun. This is fun. This is totally fun. If nothing else, this is a way to communicate with your family. Just go through the book. Yeah, I mean, well, right we, there. We did feel that that it's a great conversation starter at it the very is. least. <laughs> I'm I'm going to bring it to our. By the way, uh, we have once a year a white elephant. We've been doing it 25 years, like about 30 to 50 of my best female friends. And I am definitely all over this book for that. Thank you both. And Thank one you, last Dr. thing, Pat. website, please, please, please. How can we get a copy of the book? How can we find out more? Theenchantedworld.com. And the book is Signs and Seasons, an astrology cookbook by Amy Zerner and Monty Barber from Harper Elixir from Harper Collins. I love you both. Thank you so very, very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. We're going to take a short break. We're not done yet. Get ready. Soul Awakening Practice. Yeah, you know what? We do have to practice. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.